I'm gonna say it's day like I don't know freaking nine six nine nine eight nine of this quarantine and we still here we still alive just barely I've never ever ever craved or wanted food so badly y'all I just I just want to sit somewhere and eat I don't even care if it's like a bowl of nuts and some bread I just get me out of here it's ghetto up here it's because nobody can't follow no instructions man I'm like craving the most weirdest things I just like I'm sitting up in here in these four walls and I'm like dang some fried pickles would sound jumping right now and I've never even had fried pickles it's just like I just want things because so welcome back we here after two weeks I know it's terrible drag me um it's just nothing's been going on you know we we were almost there I had hope that the virus was gonna stop and then niggas didn't want to follow instructions and so now we're on a further lockdown I'm telling you it's the people who are like who are like an ISS anybody who had detention or in school suspension anybody that one kid that had everybody's recess time deducted these are the ones these are the heathens that are robbing me my time and I'm reclaiming my time Man, I just want to, I, I, I just want to be social. I never, ever wanted to be in a restaurant so bad. Some stuff happened this week. I hope y'all, you know, are rested, being active. I hope everybody's mentally good, mentally well. And for anybody out here who got a side piece or a side check, side hoe, rotation, I, I hope y'all doing well. I don't know how y'all keeping it up. Because the lies can't add up now since you can't go outside. So if pizza had called you, and pizza hut clothes, what we gonna say? House way. Unless they're gonna come by and do the drop-off delivery. Walk up and see Bay <laughs> right up peeking in the window. She got the knife in the hand ready. Got the Glock in the back of her pocket ready. About to have a whole brawl in the street, man. Super Smash Bros. Who? I've never seen so many people hate their spouses, man. I've never seen so many people be enraged with their kids. The fact that you gotta you know, homeschool your kids and teach them school and actually look after them and I guess do the whole baby stage again. It's stressful. When I hear a child cry, I feel a very sharp pain in my spirit. That's all I need to know. When I see the tears and the snot bubbles, that's enough for me. So shout out to y'all. Have to take care of that and teach them homework and cook for them and entertain them. Nah, man. And then on top of that, you still got to deal with the significant other and someone have humor interaction with them. Ghetto, I'm telling you. Single life, it it has its perks, man. I don't care what you say. Y'all have Valentine's Day and people always on the timeline posting about how happy you are. And now y'all over here talking about you ready to chop it all. You ready to burn it all to the ground, commit arson, throw it away. Tear up the contract. It wasn't in your contract. This is not what you signed up for. Uh, shout out to all my essential workers. I'm an essential worker, um, even though I'm working at home for one of my contract work. But shout out to my essential workers. We out here fighting the good fight, doing the good thing, you know, supplementing for these heathens. I've never seen so many adults act like children. But I appreciate y'all. We definitely deserve compensation. Run me my check, a couple checks, actually. 
So I hope y'all doing good. And shout out to my medical people. For every person who's a doctor or a nurse or whatever you do in the medical field, y'all are the real MVPs. And I swear to God, like after this whole thing, y'all deserve a sabbatical. Um, a sabbatical and I mean a big check for compensation. Happy y'all shouldn't even pay for your loans for school. Anybody who's doing their clinicals um, and going for a higher degree of education, you deserve all of that full and paid. I just need y'all to, you know, get your due diligence because y'all out here serving the good fight, actually like serving in war and doing what needs to be done. Y'all are some soldiers and it breaks my heart from what I'm seeing. So, yeah, let's get into it, whatever would happen. So, uh, Miss Robin has came back into the scene a little bit. She did a little, little pop-in. Um, she did a new song with Party Next Door. I listened to it. It was cool. It's real shady because she didn't even really do much. She just sang background vocals. And she did a little tidbit here and there. But that was it. <laughs> It's like a feature, but not a feature for me. You know, I guess this is just, you know, her her way of telling the fans, the people who are still out here waiting for R9, because we haven't forgot about R9, Robin. And, she, you know, I, I guess, you know, this album is supposed to be like, it's going to have people shaking in their boots if I got to wait this long. But I guess this is, you know, for people to wet their palate, um, to say that I still sing, <laughs> I'm I'm still an artist. You know me as Rihanna. I'm still as Rihanna. Just right now, she has hung up Rihanna and she's Robin doing Fenty and being an ambassador and like freaking you know her magazine cover. One of the first and the only black woman to have a do rag on. It's over. She killed it. It's over. The rest of us can go home. I loved it. And she's a prime minister. Like, she's doing everything aside from, like, making the album, which, you know, I can't, I can't hate. I just want the album, too. I'm not trying to be that guy. But shout out to Miss Robin doing things. Just, like, I've never seen anybody wear a D-Rag on a magazine cover. Like, who? Her. She's that girl. She is the one. The one and only. Let's see. Aubrey has come chucking and jiving into the TikTok scene. Uh, he released a song, Tootsie Roll. It's not the Tootsie Roll because of copyright. But, you know, he's way smarter than that. But it's his song, Tootsie Roll. I watched the video. I saw it flood on my timeline. People saying he don't miss. And I said he definitely was not swinging with this one. Ray Charles, too with this song this whole pre-diabetic track this whole sugar-free tussie roll can go back into my grandmother's bag uh the way that it is it's like the most basic song and the only way that he's getting away with it is because he's drake he probably has like a secret contract of tiktok with tiktok and works some endorsement deal whatever you know securing like a light bag to make sure that you know i guess he has streams even though he doesn't need it. His house is pretty cool. I will give him that. Um, the house is super dope. His pool, the portraits, and the Grammys and stuff. But the song is blah. And I think that 
if you're like 12 and under, it'll be a bop for you. But for everybody else who has common sense, anybody who's like a grown adult, anybody who's a grown adult, like if you're a grown adult and you have to pay bills, you're not going to listen to the song. Um, so, but you know, cool try, cool stunt. I don't know. I like how he covered his face throughout the whole song. Cause you knew that it was trash and you didn't want to, sh- I-, I guess that's shame. Or you were just trying to be cool. I don't know which one. But you do you, Aubrey. Raven Simone. <laughs> My guess says them pop back in. She never disappeared. Raven Simone, she like goes through ebbs and waves of being in the media. She's always like present. It's always just for the most dumbest things. There has been cheetah girl beef that has come on the uprise. And like baby is a fan of Raven Simone, which is like the coolest and randomest thing I would ever, ever think of him. Supposedly there was like, there's underlying beef with Raven Simone and Keely Williams. I don't know the exact story, but obviously I think it was like important time when they were doing the Cheetah Girls, there was a lot of fake energy. And Keely said that I guess somebody else from the Cheetah Girls group, I don't know if it was Adrian or I think the other woman's name is Sabrina. I guess they were like fake best friends that somebody lied to her about friendship. I also saw like a screenshot on MySpace where like Orlando Brown has evidence. I guess he said that like Keely and Raven Simone got into it and like Raven like threw the hands. Like she did a whole one-two combo. (laughs) And I guess that's why she had that gap (laughs) in her mouth. But it's not there anymore. Um which was confirmed by Raven on her live. Yeah, Raven Simone was on one of the talk shows. I don't know if it was The Real. I want to say it's The Real. And she was talking about how Lynn Whitfield was, you know, her mother in the original movie. And it just brought up like this underlying beef that happened. Um, The tea is, it's simmering because we don't have the full story of everything that happened. We just know that there's beef and there's tension and we're never ever going to get a remake. We're never ever going to get a remix of Cinderella. We're just going to cancel it all. You know, if the girls are going to fight, the girls are going to fight. It's like on site, like low key, I feel like. But then like Raven Simone was on live with her friend, uh, Brianna, I guess, and like came at her neck. (laughs) Talk about, uh, I guess the song that she did, I don't know the name of it, but like basically like came at her neck with the song that she did um, in her gap. <laughs> and Raven like admitted like how she's a troll, how she'd be like, you know, peeping or whatever. I don't know. Definitely tea that's simmering that I need for it to boil. Cause I want to know, everybody wants to know. I want to know the full story, but it'll probably never come out or maybe it will. I don't know, we'll see. Maybe uh, Jada can have a red table talk <laughs> and get the truth. Be like now Raven. When when we saw I'm kidding. Um what else has happened? Oh, so Boot Gang. Uh I don't know this man. I've never heard a song of this man. I just know that he had a lot of tattoos and he was wild in the streets and he did drugs and it was really cringy and concerning. Uh he's a new man. Uh he has turned a new leaf. His real name, John Gabbana. I saw this video on Twitter where basically he was talking about his past life, his fake life that he basically did trying to be a rapper. And it was really refreshing. I think for him, he set the reality for a lot of these rappers in this new age of the fact that you are faking 
who you are. You are really not this person in real life. You're really not going to have the chopper in the streets. You're really not out here doing drugs. You're really not out here trapping. You're really not out here with all these type of women, cars, or whatever. You're just lost and you're a fool and you're doing it because you want to get a check and get some clout and not really find yourself and see what you really want to do in life. Watching the video, it was kind of heartbreaking because obviously I guess he was doing drugs to a point where he almost lost his life and he went to rehab and got his self together. And now he is using this new turn of life as a form of a testimony. And a way to reach out to other people who are struggling with drug addiction. And I think it's really beautiful. Um, I think this is a really positive step, a really positive note, specifically with black men and young black boys. And I say more power to him. And I'm really happy for him. And I can't wait to see what he does. So good for him. Simone B, right? I said Simone B. Her name is B Simone. B Simone. B Simone. I followed sis on the Instagram, on the East Ogon, way, 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 way back. Uh, she was really cool and then she got annoying for me. B. Simone is basically the model figure for every uh, girl that's trying to do the whole either uh, boss or try to be part of bad bitch Twitter and every girl that's trying to be part of pick me Twitter but like trying to be a spectator and not really be in the mix. And sis, she did a whole marketing scheme that made everybody in their mom jump. She did a picture with basically the baby we're gonna say 98.9 percent sure that it's the baby for her book about manifestation and for the baby he did he came out with a new song and a whole 10 minute music video movie thing uh with her i think it's really smart and it's very interesting now how people now the new koi of marketing is to play if it's not shock value regarding race or societal constructs and controversy, then you play it with people's uh, output and feelings and emotions of relationships and how much they invest in these celebrities' lives and celebrity relationships and you know how that's like the new thing that people feed on. And because people are paying so much attention to it, uh, you can market that to your best advantage. And obviously she has with her book. And I think she came out with like, she even got it to the point where she came out with her own hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer spray or something. Um, It's crazy. And DaBaby, you know, he was able to cut, you know, a good mighty check uh, with his new song. So I found that to be very, very interesting. And uh, that's all I got to say on that. All right. So today's topic that I wanted to talk about, oh, one more thing. Speaking of Aubrey Graham, um, Drake has finally released the picture of his son and it got everybody in a little tizzy. And I think uh, the Punnett Square genotypes and phenotypes has got y'all really, really confused and really, really stuck like in the box. I've never seen so many people be so confused and so loud and wrong with how recessive genes and dominant genes work but y'all gotta get it together 
I don't even like Drake, but um, you know, I guess the what I'm seeing now is like how he said, you know, I didn't hide my I didn't hide my kid from the world. I hid the world from my kid, uh, thing because obviously seeing the picture of his son, it looks nothing like him. Uh, his son looks like his grandmother, and I find this very interesting because this goes back for me of the fact that you know, uh, children who are biracial or the fact that women who go after black men because you want to do a Build-A-Bear for your kid and then what your what the child actually looks like when he or she comes out um, can be totally different because of dominant and recessive genes regarding whatever is in your bloodline and his bloodline. And so that's basically what happened with Drake. Um, he, he himself is mixed and... Uh, the woman, if I'm not wrong, she's just straight Caucasian. So you have a lot of Caucasian swirling up in there and not a lot of black. And the black community was angry because y'all colorists and fetishization of what mixed children and what you think is good hair and good skin and the perfect ideal uh, picture for what a baby is supposed to look like regarding a somebody of a baby being cute and being acceptable in society got y'all real uh fucked up i mean really i i've never seen so many people just trash um i've never seen so many people bash a child like y'all looking mad stupid and mad corny for bashing a child um who has a way greater net worth than any of you <laughs> never has to worry about working a day in his life never ever has to worry about the judgment or opinion of a uh, poor folk <laughs> i just if you're gonna come at somebody's neck you need to do it correct and for it not to be a child but if you're gonna do a drag do it correct know your stuff know your receipts educate yourself before you come with the wild i mean the wild assumptions of what you think a child is supposed to look like between two people who are mixed or two people who are you know ethnically beautiful um because they look exotic <laughs> Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. So today I wanted to talk about sur survival instincts and the reality of struggle culture. So NBA young boy and his girlfriend, Yaya, who's basically Floyd Mayweather's daughter, um, she stabbed somebody. She stabbed a girl over NBA young boy, got locked up and NBA young boy bailed her out and uh, basically came at Kodak Black and somebody else and basically called her dad a pussy. And uh, it's been all over the timeline, story after story, people saying how stupid she is, other people saying how crazy she is because her father is a famous boxer and how dare she stoop so low to a man who has a bajillion kids and herpes and smokes cigarettes and has baby teeth and honestly looks like he eats Lucky Charms for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, how dare she? And so reading this and seeing this, my heart really goes out to her. I'm not excusing what she did of the fact that you put somebody else's life in danger over a boy. <laughs> that is not excusable. But I also feel like uh, Floyd Mayweather is not the greatest role model. Uh, he himself has beat the mother of his children. Uh, he cannot read. <laughs> He is not the brightest tool 
in the toolbox. The only good thing about him, the only thing that he's known about is the fact that he can fight with his hands. Everything else about him is irrelevant. It's basically, he's basically a child, a grown up child. Um, and the fact that you have children who are now becoming grown adults and they've been exposed to God, know, God knows what with you and the mother of your children, um, children adapt to what they see. And I think that what she did or the fact that she clung to uh, NBA young boy is because that is a comfortability of toxicity and whatever traumatic things, things she had to go through through her childhood, that is something of comfort and, and ease to her. Her stabbing somebody and her fighting somebody is probably like the first time she's seen it or the first time she's done it. It's just now because she's probably with you know, a celebrity and she was in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, or the fact of, you know, the given moment and the given circumstances caused this whole incident to be, to be magnified. You know, I think it's crazy because a lot of people love the idea of toxic relationships, love the idea of being with toxic people, fall in love with the most atrocious people in the world. All these celebrities who have, I mean, the worst personalities, garbage. Um, a lot of people, you know, romanticize that. And I think half the reason why people do that is because that's what you deal with in your personal life. Whether that is your mother or your father or whoever took care of you, whether it was a traumatic incident, something that happened to you or whatever you were exposed to that became a normal for you. And because that's a normalized thing for you and that is your you know something that's a natural occurrence or an event that happens in your life um you're gonna run to that when you get older when you want to have love and a connection with somebody and so this whole thing because like even i saw on social media um he did a video where he called out kodak black and some other guy and in the video, you see, uh, like he went into her room and he like woke her up. She was so out of her sleep. I mean, lace, all types of slipping. Sis looked so confused. She looked like a baby who like drunk like a warm bottle of milk and was like knocked out. And like you woke up that baby for no reason. Like she looked confused. Like, who am I? Where am I? What am I doing? And she just nod along to what he said. You know, I say that because he was like on a rant. He got mad because of how Kodak Black was saying how he cooperated with the police in order uh, for her to be let go. Or I guess he cooperated in a sense so things didn't get escalated. And when I tell you, out of everything of that whole video, cooperated chopped him up more than how she stabbed that girl. I've never seen a word trip up somebody like that so badly. I mean, poof. My boy was struggling, but um, now he's, you know, having targets on her back and his back as well. Um, but like I said, for her, you know, this is probably a, a normal thing because, you know, if your father beats your mother and your sibling's uh, mother, then violence is nothing that's out of the norm for you. That's not something that's taboo for you and because NBA young boy with his past, I mean, my Listen, anybody who smokes cigarettes inside of a car with the windows up or lightly uh, down has problems. 
has issues. Like casually, yeah, you something wrong with you, bro. For real, like he needs some milk. <laughs> something, something up with you. You're not right. Um, and so I think you know, this is her running to something that's familiar. It's running to something that maybe this is all she knows. And I think that goes out for a lot of people who, like I said, you know, you're in a toxic environment. You've been in, you know, toxic relationships or, you know, you've been exposed to toxic behaviors and coping mechanisms. And that carries on. That's the way that you survive throughout life. And you would rather be with those toxic people in, in that toxic environment versus you know seeing change and doing something different so yeah i feel like the next thing that's gonna happen with nba young boy for real for real is that floyd mayweather himself will deliver those hands probably knock all the tattoos off his face knock his fade in line and uh make sure you know his teeth are together but that's all that i have for you guys today thank you so much for listening to the podcast i really appreciate it please let me know what you want to talk about. Um, I might put up some topics in my story. But while we're in quarantine, I mean, there's not much to talk about. So I can take some questions, stories, whatever. Um, But thank you for listening to the podcast again. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys stay healthy. And hopefully we'll get out of this prison soon where we can all, you know, walk the street. I can go sit down in a restaurant and eat some sushi and some things can go back to normal. I'll catch you guys in the next one.